Berkey Guide podcast while on a bit of an unplanned hiatus this summer. The host's schedule was busy, and the producer had a baby, and suddenly this podcast was not at the top of his priority list. His other podcast, Outside In, is still worth a listen, and another podcast he's helped produce, Bear Brook, is a true crime tour de force for fans of that genre. Now, I'm attempting to produce this podcast on my own, so it's no longer professionally produced, so please pardon any diminished production value. In any case, it's two months until the Berkey, and the podcast is roaring back. Today is the now traditional Main Street podcast, wherein I walk around with a backpack full of beer and record people after the race. As you can probably imagine, as the backpack gets lighter, the language gets saltier. So parts, especially later on, may not quite be appropriate for Barna Berkey skiers. But it should give you a taste of Main Street after the race, and it goes on for an hour because you can't get enough of Main Street on Berkey Day. All right, this year we're getting the Drunk Podcast started in the men's changing room. Uh, we're going to just ask people how the race went and uh, anything else they want to tell us. So, what's your name, where are you from, and how was your race? Uh, Zach Handler from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And my race was awesome. It was by far the best skiing conditions I've had this entire season. The tracks were perfect. I was in the classic race. Um, the snow was just covered with glittery, uh, reflective flakes, and there were more glittery flakes coming down from the trees. It was, it was perfect. So winter wonderland out there. It was, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And a little better than last year? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that, yeah. All right, well, thanks. Uh, have, have, how many beers in are you right now? Uh, two-thirds of one beer. All right, well, hopefully, it, yeah, at least finish that one. All right. Hi, my name is Jess Marion. Uh, I am from Brunswick, Maine. The race was beautiful, but really, really tough today. Uh, yeah, it was uh, slow and, and, and softer. Well, it, the snow was actually pretty good. Um, Recovering from the flu, so my muscles kind of hated me, but yeah, all right. it was it was beautiful. Well, better than last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I had a pretty good race, all things considered. All right. That's yeah. it. Sure. You have anything else to say? I don't know. Snow is good. Missed the wax a bit, but it's a beautiful course. Uh, my name is Keith, and I'm an experiential marketing specialist for L.L. Bean. All right, and this is your first year here at the Berkey? This is the first year L.L. Bean has had this kind of presence at the Berkey, so we've had a split activation where some of our team have been over at the Berkey Expo, and then the other half of the team have been with the Bootmobile, and we've kind of bounced all over the place depending upon where the crowd is. We've been at the Celebration Area. We've been at Berkey Village. It's been an amazing experience. All right, to tell us, explain to us what, for people who are not able to see it, what the Bootmobile is. Yeah, so the bootmobile looks like a giant L.L. Bean boot. The one that we have with us is 11 feet 6 inches tall and uh, it goes all around the country uh, promoting people to use the outdoors and presently we are on the winter fun tour. Alright, and now do you have a wax set up in the back of that boot? 
No, we don't have a wax set up. I've got all my cross-country skis in there, though, so, you know, we, we can make an appropriate wax bench outdoors. All right, now, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, for those of us who were watching television earlier this week, we saw some L.L. Bean gear uh, prominently displayed on a national television. Can you uh, tell us about that? Uh, actually, I can't right now. Not until March first. All right. Well, uh, I'll we let people. To, we want to though. I'll let people uh, figure that out on their own. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And this probably won't get up till then anyway. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Hey. Yeah. I'm Chad Gregg, uh, twin brother of Brian Gregg, and I was. Uh, and that people, good... you look a lot like him. You're wearing all his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have that effect. I go in his race suit. I got a lot of Go Brian's out there, which was nice. Um, but yeah, felt pretty good. I was in wave two this year, uh, skied up front with a buddy of mine from Washington, so that was pretty fun. Uh, we could trade off and uh, ski together for a good good chunk of it. Nice. Yeah. How'd your brother do? Uh, Brian did pretty good. Uh, it was quite the men's pack coming yeah, into the finish, I like hear. It. So I think he was 22nd. Uh, and they were all within a few seconds of each other? Yeah. Uh, I think he might have been about a minute back. There was kind of two wow. different groups there. Um, and uh, Caitlin... Took the W, which was pretty sweet. All right, Psyched nice. Psyched about that. It was like the first thing I always try and figure out when we come across the line is, how'd the guy who looked like me do? And how'd the person wearing that green Team Greg hat do as well? So, cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Turner. How, how did that guy do? Uh, the, uh, I believe he was 22nd. All right. And the uh, the girl the girl wins the bet. She took the uh, took the W. Again. So, yeah. Is that right. number, number five? Number five. Number awesome. five. Yeah. She's, 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 she's that's more than anyone, right? Now? That's two or, more than or, anyone. Two more last than year anyone. Was more than yeah. anybody. But yeah. That's awesome. cool. Yeah. So that's awesome. So All right. Just track those guys down. And well, I didn't, how did you do? Luck. I felt pretty good. Yeah. 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 Steve with a friend. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I do not have anything. I don't. I don't know where the beer is. And I'm recording this, so this, this is great. Is, this is Wisconsin. <laughs> I know. Everywhere. Literally We're five everywhere. minutes into a podcast, and I haven't had any beer yet. So tell me how your race was, and I'm going to get a beer. Um, should I introduce myself yeah. first? Or? Tell me who you are, where you're from, <clears throat> I don't know. Jacob Wortman, yeah. Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. <clears throat> can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. Uh, race went. Sometimes you get the race, sometimes the race gets you, and... This was this ladder for me this year. Um, it hurt a lot, a lot. I'll blame it on my second son, Owen. It's, this was your fault. Um, let Daddy sleep a little bit more. Might have gone a little bit better. Maybe next year. All right, we'll make sure to archive this and uh, send it to you in about ten years. Actually, I should blame I should blame Henry too. Henry, some of this is your fault too. All right. You want to blame Emily while you're at it? No, Emily's perfect. Okay. Uh, ben Peterson from Portland, Oregon. Uh, first time in good snow all year. Uh, race, uh, last time I raced was 2014. Had a pretty good race this year. Stayed in wave one, sub three. Nice. Felt pretty good. Fell once, otherwise uneventful race. Cool. Nice, nice conditions out there for you. Yeah, the first 10k were a little bit soft, but it firmed up and was fast. Yeah, it's just perfect. It's perfect weather. Great. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Rip. So we've moved down to Lake Hayward just in time for the uh, sun to go in behind the clouds with the approaching storm. But it's the best weather we've had on Lake Hayward since uh, oh 2010 when we had it was perfect sun and 35 degrees. But this isn't too bad. I'm here with my father who is. Uh, 
basking in the glory of finishing his first Cordelopit uh, yesterday. And he's walking around. He carried my skis for me, which was nice. And uh, how was your race? Uh, race was very good. The uh, conditions were as good as you could have expected under the circumstances. Nice, nice new fresh snow. And uh, everything, the, you know, just the experience. The people are so nice, and everybody was encouraging everybody. So I don't know if I'll try it again, but I'm glad I did it this time. Now, you are in Wave 70. What's it like to ski out of Wave 70? Uh, you get special treatment all the way. I, I had all these people coming up alongside of me and saying, I want to be you when I grow up. Now, when was the last time you ran a race that was uh, a, a race of any sort? Uh, probably 30 years ago when I was a, a runner in uh, Boston. 10K was my maximum. All right, so this is the longest race and the first race you've done in a while, and, and you had a lot of fun? I had a great, um, great time. Now, the last time I did a bike ride with you, it was 100K, and we wound up uh, hiding inside a, a, a hot dog stand during a thunderstorm. So, does that count? I don't think so. All right, uh, I don't think that was a race either. That was, uh... <laughs> All right, so now you're supposed to interview me. Now, there's a Monty Python thing where I'll, I'll make sure that the, the thing is right, right in front of... So, now you say you ask me all the, the questions I've been asking. Everyone. Okay. All right. Oh, so... I can hold the phone. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can hold This phone. is... This is live podcasting here. You're getting all of this. This is definitely going to make the cut. Okay. So tell tell me your, your name, where you're from, and how your race was today. Hey, my name's Ari. I'm from the Berkey Guide podcast. And um, so I've been in denial about being sick the last three or four days. Although anyone who's been around has been blowing snot rockets probably <laughs> is, uh, not has realized that. Uh, I went out and uh, had pretty fast skis, had pretty good 10K in, and then, then, I, then I suffered. There was some suffering going on. Skied pretty well from 30 to 40K. Uh, the hills were not kind. Uh, lost some places on the hills, lost some places on the lake. Uh, came in, felt pretty good on Main Street, almost caught the person in front of me, and looked at the results, and I was in 201st place. So we're going to see how that sorts out with the Elite Wave. There is a uh, tradition, having gone through the data uh, for many years, there's a tradition of pushing the Elite Wave down to 203rd, 204th place, if, the, if it's close, and waiting for a gap. And there's a pretty good gap behind me, so, you know, I am uh, going to appeal to the kindness of the Wave Placement Gods and see what happens for next year. But you know what? Um, considering that last year, the lake was, was water, where we're standing right now, the trees were bare, uh, this is pretty, pretty nice conditions. Actually, the, the course today was fantastic. Went down about zero last night, Groomers did a fantastic job packing the snow down, getting it to the point where it was really quite enjoyable, quite fast. The winners were in 202, which is one of the faster times. Um, they did an excellent job of getting it in, in, in prime condition. A few of the first few hills were soft. Once we got packed double, past double O, where all the cordal open at skiers that skied the day before, it was pretty much perfect all the way in. So you can thank us cordal open skiers for setting it up for you for today. Yeah, I think we all should thank the cordal open skiers. Uh, I think it worked pretty well. Um, you know, obviously the Elite Wave doesn't have any Cordelobit skiers in it, but uh, I'm guessing the rest of the waves were probably a little less chaotic. The start was, this new start area was great. Um, you know, a little bit of traffic getting to the parking lots this morning, uh, but didn't, you know, there, there, I don't think there were the busing issues that there, there, there were a little bit on the Cordelobit day. It's a learning curve. I think everyone probably made their start as long as they left enough time. 
And you know what? With all the new snow, uh, it's uh, it's a, a, a pretty damn good job that Berkey, yeah. Berkey did to get this course on today. I think all the quarter open skiers were really excited because this is the first time we got it, the race ended on Main Street. So I don't know any other situation, but everybody else was thrilled by it. I was actually talking to someone who said, who uh, someone who knew someone who knew someone uh, who actually did, said they liked finishing at Telemark, but I think, you know, Telmark back in the in the seventies and, and eighties, Telmark was really a happening thing, but it's sort of finished outside the lodge would maybe not be the same experience as you got coming down Main Street, coming across the lake. We're out here right now and there's probably five hundred people lining up and down Lake Hayward as the skiers come across and yeah, you can hear all the cowbells in the background, the cheering. And that's really what it's all about. Uh, you know, obviously there are a lot of people on the course as well. Uh, but coming at, coming across Lake Hayward, going up over that bridge, I think that's uh, really Really a great way to finish the Berkey. That's, I, I agree. Now, I got one word to say to you. Beer. Yeah, uh, I went and bought some beers, and uh, we're out on the lake, so uh, hopefully some folks come and join us. If I drink all this beer, we're gonna, this podcast is going to be real short. <laughs> this is part two of the Berkey Guide podcast. Part two because I've had two or three <laughs> beers. Um, <laughs> got to tell me how your race was. You're out here who, who you are and how your, how your race was. Yeah, Stacy, uh, it was good. Uh, yeah. That's it? That's it, yeah. Where, where, Midwest. Yeah, where are you from, Stacey? Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Where, are you from, where are you from originally? Connecticut. Yeah. Revered for its famous cross-country skiers. Now, are you, were you ever on a state championship ski team when you were in Connecticut? Yeah, it's funny that you say that. I was following in the legacy of my older sister, Jess Marion. And how many years were on that state championship ski team? Yeah, it was four four years in a row. Actually, I believe that our team had been state champions for the previous 27 years as well. And how many teams are the ski teams are there in Connecticut? That's irrelevant. <laughs> okay. Um, now I see that you and Jess both have a little pink in your hair. Is that an homage to anyone in particular? I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Channeling Keek in a little bit. Yeah. All right. I don't want to say that though because, you know, I'm not fast enough. We also have matching pink suits this year. You say that again? So, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have matching pink race suits this year. Oh, wow. Okay. So these are Mary and sister race suits? Yep. Yep. All right. As far as we know, nobody else in the world has them either. Or to our knowledge, we've never seen anybody else. Where do you get random pink race suits? It's the one that I at the Berkey Expo. Oh, okay. <laughs> for a hundred bucks. <laughs> you people, play more people of your family? Have, no, no, no. People have probably been talking a lot about Jesse Diggins, right? A little bit. A little bit, and she's great. But let's not forget the U.S. Men's Curling Team just won gold. So I channeled my inner John Schuster today. Okay. Do you smoke a cigarette on the tra- trail and drink about three beers? I did take a shot ski, and, uh, but no cigarettes. No, they don't smoke. They're, they're athletes. I think that a few years ago there was one of them about it. Yeah, they're athletes. It was some, the Russians dope, so, you know, well, they're Russians. Yeah, they're Russians, but they all dope. It, and they're not Russians. They're Olympic athletes from Russia. That's right. Uh, my name is Luke. I'm from uh, Minneapolis, and the race was good. It uh, was wax was good. Kick lasted the whole way, which is somewhat unusual. And uh, glide was good. And it was yeah. So I think you're the first classic skier we've talked to. How was how was it? You know, when when six inches of snow fell and then I got cold. How 
How does that feel as a classic skier? Well, new snow is easier to kick wax for, so good. Yeah. Um, it definitely made it easier to figure out exactly how to wax. The forecast like a week ago was like 34 and fresh snow, which is about the worst possible conditions for waxing. Um, and then it went to cold and got good good crystal snow and made it way way easier. Sounds good. And so you, uh, you you were able to kick the whole way, kick up the Berkey Bridge? I, yep, indeed. Even the, even the Berkey Bridge. All right, fantastic. Yeah, the, uh, and the course was beautiful. You couldn't have asked for a nicer day. The no. lake was not windy for the first time that I can ever remember. I think that's I, I think that's right. We uh, with the storm coming in, we're now in the lake and it's cloudy out, so it's getting a little colder. But with the storm coming in, the we're looking Norwegian flag and the wind is blowing down the lake. So behind the skiers, I think there's probably some very happy skiers about that. Yeah, very true. I can't I uh, can't remember a time since '98 that the lake has been this pleasant. All right, thanks. Indeed. What's your name? Where's you? Oh, yeah. So Sarah now, Sarah here uh, has been a WOJ beer at the finish line. So I'm gonna say, what's your name? Where you're from? My name is Sarah. I am originally from Spooner, Wisconsin. Currently hail from Astoria, New York City. And uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful day for a race. It was sunny. The woods were gorgeous with all the fresh new snow. Just went out there and had a fun time. Now, what was your goal for today, for time-wise? <laughs> my goal was to finish. Okay. <laughs> and I was really hoping to be under five hours because today was my fourth time on snow! Woo! This, this year? This year. Obviously, this year. Yeah, no. You, you, you did grow up in northern <laughs> I, Wisconsin. I did. I, yeah, I did. It, it's like riding a bike, you know? It all comes right. back. Now, what was your time? Uh, 353? 352? You tell me. I, 353, I think. 353! Woo! And that was, uh, that's pretty good. That's under four! It's under four. Better than my first Berkey when I was 18. Winning. Yeah. Oh, you won a... No, you no, know, winning at hashtag winning. Hashtag winning. Hashtag, hashtag winning. winning. <laughs> All right. This is not a great interview when we're both delirious. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just like four beers in. It gets much better. Yeah, you're delirious. I'm going to point out that the podcast is getting better and better. <laughs> Please edit some of this. <laughs> this is, none of it's getting edited. Uncut, uncut. Ari. Ari. Stop. You want to stop the recording now? Oh no, I want to tell you all about Tell how, me about the race. How Ari <laughs> Your body <laughs> no, I took uh... No, no, we're done. We're done now. We're done now. Okay. Thank you. Alright, I hand this over to Sarah to say. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, my name's Jason. Originally from St. Lucia in the Caribbean. And I hail from Astoria, Queens, New York. Now, St. Lucia is known for its extraordinary cross-country skiers, is that correct? That's correct. We have started a new wave, an unprecedented wave. All right, and that's wave eight? Wave eight of spectating. We're actually really good at supporting the crowd, making sure everyone gets home safe. Take her home! And uh, how far do you ski today? Um, zero K, but I spectated for about eight hours. Great support staff. Without the support, we're not going to get it to the court. I think we can hear that in the background here. Now, when are you going to ski your first Berkey or Cordy? When are you going to get on get on snow and come out and join the fun? I'm training for next year. That's my goal. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I fully support that, and I think we'll be really excited if that happens. Can't wait to see you out in the snow. Woo! All right. And now, where do you ski in New York? Uh, well, we have Camelback and a couple of places upstate. Not in the city anywhere. That's good. But we're working on it. All right, India. Whoa, we just have a crash in front of us. 
Um, and uh, have you been on roller skis yet? I've been on roller skis. I've been on roller blades. I'm also a snowboarder, so we have a learning curve. But the snow sports are in my blood. All right. Well, I uh, hope, we, uh, hope we see you out here next year. I can't wait to be on the podcast next year. All right. <laughs> oh, not just on the podcast. But, you know, really just on the podcast. That's what it's all about. Life goals. <laughs> I'm Genevieve Connell from Waukesha, Wisconsin. It's just west of Milwaukee. How's your race? It was amazing. It was my first Berkey. My legs hurt, though. But it was fun. How do you, like, is this, how did you decide, like, I'm going to do the Berkey this year? Well, you have to be at least 18 to do it. So okay. I turned 18 this year. I'm like, there's no way I'm doing the Cordy now. So you've done the Cordelope in the past? I have. I've done two Cordelopets. Nice. And how does Berkey compare to the Cordelope? It's longer. It's harder. Yeah. You have to be more mentally with it to survive 50K versus the 25 to 30. Yeah, pretty good conditions for it, though. You're happy with that? Oh, yeah. I love it. And, I'm, uh, I'm not used to skiing on this white snow. And when you, uh, you know, do, you did the quarter in the past, coming down around and going around Telmark, this is your first time on Main Street. It is. How is Main Street? I absolutely loved it. You know, after being out there for so long, you get into, like, almost like a zone. Like, you're in your own little bubble, and you can just go at that point. And it feels amazing, and you can just kind of pound it in, and you have all these, like, like cowbells and people just on the side just cheering for you and you're like yes I got this alright well congratulations and hope there's many more Berkies in your future thank you very much bad joke from Hermantown uh, the race was great it's my first Berkey alright have you done the Cordova before or just first time coming up here to the race uh, the first time coming up here to the race now how, what, did, what made you decide this is the year I'm going to go out and do the Berkey this year that's the best shape I've been in my life. I figure if I'm going to do it at all, I might as well get it done now. I'm not getting any younger. Well, you picked a pretty good year for it. I did. Lucked out. Yeah, how, was, sure. how, was, <coughs> how was the race for you? The conditions were excellent, and uh, the, the race went well. I guess I never uh, never at one time thought I was going to drop out. Back got a little bit slower, but it finished good. All right, well, congratulations. You'll be back next year? I hope so. All right, okay, great. Thanks. Thanks. How your race? Uh, I'm Drew Birschbach, and I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin, skiing for Peak Nordic. And uh, it was a really fun race. Some cramps, but that's to be expected. It was a lot of fun. And it's your first time this year? Yep, first time. All right, now I see you have some beads on. Where do you get those? The first aid station, they were handing them out, and I had to get a gold one to match my gold bib. All right, congratulations. And you got your medal there, too? Yep, for the first for the first Berkey right there. All right, well, I'll say you'll get a bunch of pins in the future, and you can wear them proudly. That will be awesome. All right, and I assume you're going to be back, back next year? Oh, for sure. All right, <laughs> great. Good race. So my name is Riley Nelson. I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin. We got a bunch of people from Waukesha here. Yeah, we do. Currently going to UW-Madison. Uh, second Berkey was wonderful. Uh, felt great today. Conditions were pretty good. Couldn't ask for more, more perfect day. So, all in all, it was a solid day. All right now, I see you have some blue, blue glitter under your eyes. Is that an homage to anyone in particular? I'm trying to channel my inner Jesse Diggins. Right, how, and how did that go for you today? I think it did the job. All right. Hey, if Jesse Diggins, you're listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. So, let us know. 
Jesse Diggins, I'll give you my num- number if you get in t- contact with me. So, give <laughs> me right. a call. Now, your dad skied the Berkey, the Berkey 2. How was that? that go for you? It was a great day. It was number 26. All right, so 26, and it was the second for your son? Yes. All right, yep. now, did you ski together, or you just both go in different waves and finish, and now you're on Main Street? Yeah, we were in different waves. And so I was wondering if I might see him on the lake, but I held him off. So Now, did he have a faster time than you overall? No, he did not. All right. When do you think that's going to happen? Um, we'll see. I think if it was a 10K, he would have smoked me. But 50K, he's got to learn the experience, which I have 26 years of. Now, did you put some cluster out of skis last night just to make sure? Uh, not that he knows about. Okay. Well, we'll keep that to ourselves. <laughs> Uh, Mark Walters, Bemidji, Minnesota. All right. Tyler Chorst and Laramie, Wyoming. All right. How's your race? It's fun. Yeah. Tracks were solid. Conditions were great. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to ask for better. Yes. It was fantastic. Yeah. Great. My skis were a little slow, but uh, trail was great. Beautiful conditions. How's the skiing been out in uh, Wyoming? Like everywhere else, marginal. Yeah. Now you're coming from what? Seven thousand feet? Yeah, yeah. I live at seven thousand, train at eighty-five hundred. So what's it like coming down to sea level, or basically? Ah, I can like hold my breath on hills. Yeah. <laughs> just, just. I'm gonna say up. as I, I think I last time I saw you was out the alley loop last year, and it went at nine thousand feet. That didn't go so well for me coming from sea level. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was great. I've only raced twice this year, though. I wish I was a little a little uh, carbon rich. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, the uh, oxygen helps. Yeah, yeah, it does. It was nice. All right, great. What's your name, where are you from, and how was your race? I'm Tess uh, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the race went awesome. It was yeah. my first Berkey. And your was, first Berkey? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a blast. Have you done the Cordoba before? Is this the first time you just decided, come, I'm going to ski 50K in Hayward? Uh, I've done the Cordy twice before. Nice. So, yeah. And what made you decide I'm going to jump to the Berkey this year? Uh, partially it was an accident because I had the web page loaded and then my computer shut down and then when I restored the page I just like wasn't paying attention and signed up for the Berkey instead of the Cordy. Uh, but <laughs> and you finished, so that's okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but also I'm probably moving away from Wisconsin uh, sometime this year, so I wanted to do it while I still lived in Wisconsin. You know, you can still come out to the Berkey when you're going with a lot of people. I live in Massachusetts, and I come out to the Berkey every year. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to live, so I don't know if I'll be able to train. That doesn't stop some people. True, it's true. 49 states. Unless you move to yeah. Oklahoma, there's someone else skiing the Berkey. Yeah, I heard that yesterday. That's awesome. Where are you looking to go anywhere in particular or just um, wherever? No, not really. Where my work takes me, so. All right, well, I hope hope you're back next year. Yeah. And congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thank you. My name's Anders Ostis. I uh, am from Duluth, Minnesota. All right. How was your race today? Race was good, yeah. Had a good time. Uh, pushed it hard at about 30K, and uh, then, it, then it hurt a lot with about 5K left. I think that's a, a theme of like, at least me and some other people as well. That, that would be correct, yeah. Yeah, it was tough even coming across the lake, which is flat. And we had a tailwind this year. It wasn't even a headwind, which is usually the case. Yeah, that's probably the that's probably what it was. Because I was really surprised I couldn't even keep up with the people in front of me on the lake. I was so worn out. So it must have been like yeah, tailwind. How many perkies you skied? 
This is number 10. Number 10, congratulations. Thanks. They actually, I think they send you something in the mail when you ski 10. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can't wait. With 10, 10 more, you get that special bib. I get a special bib? Yo, oh, all the people who ski 20, it's purple. Yeah, the, the bird slagans. Yeah, yeah. So you're oh. halfway there. It's me. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, well, you know, I'm bib number 69 today, so I don't know if anything's going to top that. Is that one going on your wall? Are you going to get pushed, pinned up on your wall? That will go up on the wall, yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe framed. That, that's the plan, yes. All right. Well, congratulations on rocking bib 69. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. Thanks. Who are you? Where are you from? Tell us what you're Derek Fox from Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Hanging oh, no. out with honors. Now, Grand Rapids, I was just... so Not Michigan, Minnesota. I know Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, met yeah. someone. I, I'm in Boston. There's a guy who... I'm not remembering his name because it's like, like fifth New Glarus. Um, <laughs> but uh, who was from you here. You got any more? Yeah, grab one on my back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. This is... Uh, this is a uh, journal. I'm a journalist. You're today. a journalist. Yeah. A journalist. I'm, distri I'm distributing Integrity. beer out of my Integrity. backpack because we're in Harrod, Wisconsin, and basically everyone should be doing that. Day drinking is key. The best part about the Berkey is that you ski three hours, you kill yourself, or two and a half, or whatever, and you finish, and then you put on dry clothes, and then you start drinking. It's. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's that's a key part. Yeah. I mean, if you want the full Wisconsin experience, if you finish the Berkey and you go and like have a have a sandwich, you're not going to full experience. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. 100. But I was, and you have one, two, three, four beers, four cups. Well, of Well, you four. know, those aren't all mine, but they're half mine. All right. I'm on my beer six and a bloody. All right. Well, well, I'm doing well. Excuse. And the best we're part of this well. podcast is you, if, as you listen to it. Now we're we're, we're yeah. giving away the secret here, but as you listen to it, it gets you know a couple more beers. In. So, what do you guys think about the Corlova being on Friday versus today? I kind of like the idea of it being bifurcated. It's a brilliant idea, especially yeah. the fact that they uh, you know finished down on Main Street. Yeah. I think everyone's. I mean, I think there are a few people don't like it, but the fact is, all these businesses are happy. Everyone who skis Corbello, but you're finishing outside on an airport runway. No, now you're finishing on Main Street. It's it's gorgeous. It's great. You know, and it's more. And all the businesses along here, it's more sales for anglers. We're at anglers right now. Exactly. Anglers Bar and Grill brought. This podcast is brought to you by Broward from Anglers Bar and Grill, and uh, some other things too. Yeah, yeah. Two full it. days of sales of alcohol and beer. And uh, food. I mean, what can you do? And I think the skiers like it too. Coming yeah. over the coming over the bridge, coming down Main Street. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I agree. I agree. 100%. So you skied Cordova yesterday? Yep. Yesterday. Yep. And how many Cordovas? How, how have you skied? The oh, it's only the second one actually. Second one. Have you skied? Well, I, I came last year, but there was no skiing last year. So yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I actually went to a funeral last year on this day. So that's uh, it's okay. Sound. And okay. you know, I think a lot of people came here and felt like they we're more two vets, so it was good. All right. Yeah. So second quarter open. How'd yeah. that go for you? It was good. Uh, a little soft before uh, Mosquito Brook. After that, was great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I had an awesome time. So you're from Grand Rapids. Yep. So I was talking to someone from Grand Rapids, but Jake, Jacob and I were. We skied there in college a lot. Cold, like in Corain at Itasca. Right. Coldest yep. place we are. Oh yep. my god. Yep. Coldest place I've ever been. Yep. Wait a race. Uh, I am. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not originally. I'm actually from Washington originally. So. Wow. But I live in Grand Rapids now. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhat people How actually moved. in Grand Rapids? Uh, it's a long story, but, you know, that's the way it happens. Not many ways to end up in Grand Rapids. No, no, Most no, no. people leave Grand Rapids. Yeah. Oh, I love it there, actually. Uh, yes, uh, dude. Uh, Great place to, uh, you know, work and um, whatever, raise a family. 
two kids, so you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, and you can go skate Corin and freeze your and fingers Sugar off. Sugar Hills is pretty good. Sugar Hills is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that great this year, was it fantastic this year, but it's alright. I think uh, I've, I've, Jacob and I, who's standing next to me now, we've, some of the coldest we've ever been is at Corin. It's ruined me. Yeah. I'm actually still broken because of it, so. Simon and I are actually uh, coaching level, what level are we on? Level one? Four year, Simon and I are coaching four and five year olds this year. All right. Yeah. Coaches of, of the year. We're mostly after the milfs. <laughs> yeah, we're mostly after the milfs. Hey, kids, it's 10 below. Go out and ski. Dude, there's some milfs. I would say. Really? Would, would you not say? I would say. I don't know. I'm going to point out that I we're now on the east 30 minutes in the podcast, and it's getting better and better the more beers we have. Don't oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know who you are, so it's gonna be fine. But yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, How is your race today? Good. You don't have to give your name. Yeah, it's good to you. Right, I won't. Did you ski today? You ski today? All right. How is your race? Very good. All right. You don't want to give away any more information than that. Yeah, no. My name's Adam. I'm, I was three times the skate overall. Adam Steves. <laughs> you I'm know we can deal. actually figure out who you are from that. But go, go ahead. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, my name's Adam Swank, and I'm a big deal. No, thirty fifth. Like 35th, were you in the big pack that came across the lake and over the bridge? Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of that going on. Skis were running fast. A lot of edge to edge. A lot of double pulling, you know, and everybody just, uh, when they went, I went, and when they pulled up, I tons held of up. Pulling. Tons of yeah. double pulling. Yeah. <laughs> tons, tons. My delts are pretty yeah. much a big deal, Cash. too. Yeah. 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 Done in. <laughs> All right, now you're at Anglers with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're doing this it. This is uh, where the business gets done. I yeah. mean, this is Wisconsin. Everybody is uh, having processed meats and neglects. Yeah. We're socializing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Thinking about deer hunting. <laughs> Getting the stands up. A lot of killing. <laughs> yep. And drinking uh, beer. He's got a six pack right there. Oh, yeah. Why don't you guys, why don't you guys tell me? <laughs> Can I have a beer? Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, okay. God, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm here. This is journalism, guys. I have a media bib on. This is journalism. God, when the hell did I do? You got to show that. Oh, yeah. We know what we're getting into. I would have never made so that initial comment. I mean, what if I held a political office somewhere? For those of you who are listening to the beginning of the podcast, obviously we have now graduated into the drinking beer portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The endurance activities are over. Now we're At the beginning, getting... we're going, would you like to be on the break? Now, hey, you want to be a podcast? Podcast, <laughs> Hugh Glaris. Oh, fuck no. Jesus God. Hugh a proud sponsor of the podcast. Are even they though they don't know. Absolutely not. Oh. I mean, if dear New Glaris, if you want to be a sponsor of our podcast, let us know. We love your beer. We're in Wisconsin. What's your name? How is your heart? Where are you from? And how is your Berkey today? Uh, Chris Wonderell from Hayward, right here in Wisconsin. We were out yesterday cooking brats. Out again yesterday for Cordelopit, here for the Berkey. All right, and uh, you where are you? Where are we right now? We're on Main Street in Hayward, in front of Angler's Bar and Grill. Just and this is just a half a block from the International Bridge. And this is a tradition that you've how how long have you been cooking brats for the Berkey? Oh, oh, I think this is my sixth year, and I think your fifth year. Yeah, yep. we started with charcoal. Now we went to gas. All right. And uh, how does uh, how do, how with the new with the quarter open on a, on a Friday you now have two days of grilling brats? Yeah, that was the first time a new experience for us. We didn't know what to expect. We probably grilled eight hundred of them yesterday, and probably fifteen hundred to two thousand today before when it's all said and done. Sounds like a lot of happy skiers. Oh yeah, and then plus the Alaskan amber going over well, and the Alaskan white, and 
everything's going good. And you can see all the people in the patio here. I've already had one. I'm thinking about getting a second, so. We'll get at least one more. Yeah. Now, uh... What is it? What is it like to be out here? You're watching the skiers finish, but you're also just standing in front of the grill. What's that like for the for the for four, five, six hours? Warm. We wish it was only four, five, six hours. Yeah, we got here about uh, eight thirty this morning, and we'll probably leave here about seven o'clock tonight. Yesterday was about nine. Well, you were here the first nine. Nine to four. Nine to four yesterday. So. That sounds like a pretty fantastic day. You also get to stand in front of grass, gas grills. You're one of the warmest people on Main Street. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. We're having a great time. Now, do you get to sample uh, sample your product every so often if you get hungry? We call it quality control. We want to make sure that it, we're getting a good product out to the customer. So that, I guess you could call it a sample. All right. What is the quality of the Browers today? Perfect. Johnsonville, pre-cooked. We just warm them up. They're awesome. All right, well, that sounds fantastic. I'm going to probably have to get a second one for myself, maybe a third. Uh, and the beer's cold? The beer's really cold. All right, warm bronze, cold beer. Uh, welcome to Wisconsin. Uh, hey, I have Berkey Eye Podcast. Uh, I've been asking him, how is, how's your Berkey today? Great, doing excellent. Good time. All right, how many years have you been cooking brats out here? Ten? Eight? Eight, maybe? Yeah. Seven, eight years, because I retired seven years ago. So. Okay. So this is uh, just a side gig for you? Come out and cook brats for the Berkey? Just good friends on the bar, and we're just helping them out. So. How many? How long has Angler's been here cooking brats on Berkey Day? Forty years they've owned it. They've been here. So basically, since the Berkey started, this is... Yeah, they've been cooking, doing stuff. Well, as a skier and as... to go both ways. As a skier, this is a fantastic tradition. I think we're real happy about it. Oh, yeah. Great time. Now, it used to go both ways. So it used to start here, and it would finish at Telemark. I think probably Anglers is real happy to have it finishing at Hayward. Yes, everybody does. They used to have to change it every year, the, the grade of it. So that's why they went both ways. Yeah. And, and I think uh, probably with Cordoba finishing this year, we asked them earlier, but... Fordo finishing this great for business in Hayward that you get even more people on Main Street. Perfect. Excellent. Great. Yeah. Yep. With the addition of the International Bridge, it really helps the traffic flow and helps people get in and out a lot easier. So that it's yeah, and as someone who skis it, I think we really like the fact that you have that last little hill, but you come down, you have the nice little downhill in Hayward. And have you seen any good falls today? You've been in perfect, perfect place to see some falls. Yeah, yeah. When they start, when they're coming on these waves here now, they're tired. They're, the snow is just all ground up, and they, some people explain that it's like skiing in mashed potatoes. And so now they get to the top of the hill, and it's a lot, one last one, and they get excited, and then all of a sudden they lose it. The re- one of the reasons now, I, we're obviously getting some good audio for the podcast here. One of the best reasons is that my hand, when I'm recording this, is out over a grass grill. So if you guys want to talk for the next 45 minutes, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> well, we got, we got brats to cook yet. All right. I'm going to have to come around and get a brat, I think. But thanks very much, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I just had that Browers, and it was as good as they said. Uh, get yourself to Angler's, get you a podca- uh, podcast. Okay, you have Browers. It's two syllables. That's about where we are right now. Friend, you've got some, like, mustard on your face from the brat. Uh, that's perfectly okay. <laughs> Work on that. This is, this is, this is high-level journalism here. How was your race today? Great. Yeah, it was your first Berkey? 
That's yeah, first Berkey. Have you done the Corvette before, or is the first no, time? No, you've been no, here? first, first time. Yeah, uh, super exciting. Yeah. How do you like coming down Main Street, coming over the bridge? Oh, it's super exciting. Really fun. And how many beers and brats have you had so far? Uh, just one. Just one. Yeah. You're in Wisconsin. You gotta work on that. Down the bridge with it. Look, congratulations! Did you ski the Corvette open yesterday? Just a second, I'm being interviewed. Would you like to do this? Yeah, come, come he, be on the Berkey, sixth uh, overall Guide yesterday. podcast. Anyone who first wants to come be. Yeah. First Berkey. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Coming here. How's your It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Coming down Main Street was super cool. Yeah. Have you skied the Cordoba before? Or? Yeah, it's my second time. So it's more fun coming down Main Street? Oh, way more fun. Yeah. Way better course. Cool. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that everyone seems to like it, and it's, it's pretty fun. The International Bridge allows them to do it, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to do that. I don't know what it is anymore, because they changed the start. It's still 55 for is the classic. 55 for classic. What is? Classics? Classics 55. Oh, classics 55. What is the skate? 50. 50. Okay. I know. So is this how many... Uh, this is a Berkey Guide podcast. You're okay with being a Berkey Guide podcast? I don't know what it means. Yes. You're, you'll be on... You'll, yes. A few people will listen to you on the internet. Oh, okay. You got mustard on oh, yeah, you. Yeah, you got mustard all over. I'm not your mother. Oh, yeah, you're all here. That's okay. I, well, I want to say that people this, on the first year are really <laughs> yeah, I just had my brow worse, and now they're cleaning me up. Oh, this is talk. this is high level journalism, guys. I have no idea. Oh yeah. Um, first off, I didn't ski this year. I have skied 21 Berkeys, but I am the the pit crew for these gentlemen. All right, sons and his friends. So. <laughs> So you're just drinking beer and eat browers. I'm drinking beer and eat browers. But when you do Berkey's, then you volunteer. Yeah. You volunteer to help at the break stations, and then you do the Barna Berkey with your cousin's two little girls that are three and four. So you're at so eight. So I completed a Barna Berkey. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're at aid station this year? Yes, I was. Mosquito uh, Brook. Mosquito Brook. And how did the aid station go today? It was actually yesterday. I yes, was on the quarter open. Quarter open aid station. It was really good, and I actually believe... The Cordelopin skiers had a tougher time of it than the Berkey skiers. Oh, with the new snow. With yeah. the fresh snow. Yep. Yeah. They said it was like mashed potatoes. They actually packed it down. It was really nice oh, yeah. for the That's Berkey skiers. That's what my skiers. son said. My son said it was actually, because he's done some real tough Berkeys when it was, he felt awful. He said he actually felt pretty good coming in. So. I think once we hit the the, the Cordelopin course, it was actually pretty well packed. Oh, and was they it? helped out. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, people didn't know if it was going to be bad that they did it or good, but obviously it was packed and it was good. This year, I think it was good. And, you know, I think every Everyone's pretty, everyone, except for a couple people, everyone I've talked to has been pretty happy with the new Coral Olympic course, and, you know, it's it's been a pretty fun time. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I'll be honest. You know, Coral Olympic, I mean, because the Coral Olympic is actually a very tough race also. You know, everybody thinks, oh, it's halfway, it's nothing. Well, no, it's tough. And I think it's great that the Coral Olympic skiers get to ski down Main Street. Because as a Berkey skier, the greatest thing in the world is skiing down Main Street. And coming across the lake is a ton of fun, too. Yes. You know, coming across the lake, sometimes, people are cheering. Sometimes. When the wind's blowing, it's not so much fun. Yeah. But you're right. The people make it. The people with the bells, the fans, the brake station people. Everybody's encouraging them the whole way, and it's great. Yeah, it's a great. So, experience. are you going to go? Are you, are you skiing again, or you think you're a volunteer? volunteer well, I volunteer. My son he's actually did his ninth year. Next year, he'll do his tenth. Then he talked about doing the cordy for a couple of years. So I would do the cordy with him. I don't okay. know. 
I'm old, but you know, I see people out here, 80 years old, still doing the Berkey. So it's not like you're done. You know, it's you pretty impressive when you see those folks who have an age 70 bib and their 30th Berkey. That's that's something else. And real special people are the professional spectators, which Pat has we been for years. For Every year, for Every years. year, you wouldn't come down She's Main Street if there was nobody on Main Street. You wouldn't want to come down Main Street. Well, you have to be yelling and screaming. That's why our would job. there be no one on Main Street? Well, this, that's why you have your spectators. Yes. Why would there not be anyone Main Street? Well, you know, it's cold. It's the middle of the winter. Maybe they don't want to go on Main Street. Well, I will point out that they're selling beer and Browers on Main Street, <laughs> yeah. so there's a pretty damn no. good spectators. No yeah. doubt. For every skier, there is one spectator, at least one or two. All right, we had a little technical difficulty. I think we missed a bunch, a bunch of that, but for every skier, you're saying there's... At least one or two spectators. Yeah, and I think that's really what the Berkey's all about. You know, Sometimes you're in the woods, but you got to Main Street, and it feels like you're finishing the Boston Marathon. You feel like there's people lining up and down the street. Even, you know, we're getting on to 3, 4 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, and there's still people out cheering for these later, later finishers. They'll stay here till the last skier has come through. Yeah, and I think that's that's one of the best things about Berkey. I agree. I agree. It's, it's but it's it, everybody's elated and they're screaming and yelling and cheering you on, and you feel like you're the only, you're very special and the only one in the world. I mean, yeah. it's, it does your ego a lot. Good. You know, and it helps when they sell beer and you know you can and, cheer and, a lot. And there's the beer and the brats. Yeah. 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 Well, we are in Wisconsin. <laughs> Is this your first Berkey? I uh, know. How many years do you ski the Berkey? This is my third. All right. So you're training two years, but you ski the Berkey three times. <laughs> no, so her and I have been training together for two years. Okay. So we built this bond around skiing. And how was your Berkey day? We finished. Finished? And you had fun? Great. It was fun. She was great. We all, right. we all did great. My number six. Do you six know you have mustard on your bib? I've been told that I've mustard in many places, <laughs> and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, what else? What other kind of fun yeah. facts do you want to How know? How was your, like, what was, what? Madison. You're from Madison? We're from Boardwalk. Madison's a pretty cool place. We face painted this morning. Oh, nice. So then you're channeling Jesse your Jesse Diggins. Yeah. Exactly. You're not the only people to be doing that. <laughs> I know. But you know what? It's kind of cool that everyone's doing that. It's true. And she won the Coral Open twice. No way. Oh, Has yeah. she ever won? She's won the Berkey. No. Then she went off and, like, skied, I don't know, like, World Cup races or whatever and hasn't been back to the Berkey. Got it. So when she retires, they're going to get her back and ski the Berkey. She that. definitely was an inspiration uh, for ladies to get out here. We need more women out in the course. It's funny. If you look at, like, the age 70, it's, like, all dudes. And you look at the younger people, it's a lot of women. So I think... And, and, and running, too. I think we are getting to the point where we have more gender equity and think that's great. Awesome. And here's the best part is you ski the Berkey today, right? You guys yep. ski the Berkey? So what are the women skiing in, uh, at the Olympics tomorrow? Skiing a 30K. What do you guys ski today? 50. Yeah. Fucking pussies. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the point where the podcast becomes the... We have to put the... Uh, um, you know, the, the thing on it that it says yeah. it has. Yeah, we're going to beat that out. But, you know, you guys skied further than they did. They might yes. be faster, but you went farther. Yeah, not many races go for 50K, which I think uh, takes a whole other mindset. Yeah. Well, congratulations. We did it. Yeah, you did it. Third and sixth? Yes. All right, good job. Oh, Number. Right. Yes. Just tell me about your race. How was it? Uh, the race was good. I mean, after double O, after the quarter open had straightened everything out, it was wonderful skiing. Beautiful day. A little soft at the first part. Yeah, a little soft. But it was, uh, you know, it's just a great event. 
So are you in Wisconsin now, or are you from Pennsylvania? You're saying you're from Pennsylvania? Yeah, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, but I'm now in Wisconsin. I live in Milwaukee. So kind of two years, three years of low snow, so this was really nice. And how many Berkey do you skied so far? Uh, this is 16. All right, so you only got a few years left to get that special bib. <laughs> special bib. I, hopefully I get the special bib. I, I, think, I think you'll make it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Came back today enjoying a great time. The conditions were awesome. A little bit soft snow. Uh, met up with some friends that I haven't seen in years. It's been great. Um, That's the best part of the Berkey, isn't it? Oh, it's awesome. Meeting you always see someone you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I eventually would like to ski it. Um, I'm a marathon runner, but not a skier. Your turn. What, what are we doing? We're in Hayward. What's your name? Where are you from? And how is your Berkey name? Um, whether you ran my or name is Yvonne. I live in Hayward. It's Berkey 2018. Oh, yeah. Woo! Snow is great. Woo. Conditions were wonderful. And the beer is cold and good. The beer is all, yeah. A good and, reporter would have asked them what the... The Don and Terry Fun Club. Yeah, what's the what's the Terry and Don Fun Club? Well, this is Terry, and that's Don, and they're fun, and Be we're fun. the club. Did they ski the Berkey today? Terry did. All right. Three point four nine. We're fun, and you're the uh, you're the cheering spot. We're the Fun Club. The Fun Club. Yeah, not the Fan Club. The fun, fun club. club. And where does the fun club convene to, to be fun? Right here. Right, right at the park. But when at he's skiing, when he's skiing, where do you go? At the mock. The mock. We so wait for him. So he's out skiing. On, he's skiing on Main Street. You're the mock. And Don is his Berkey bitch. Okay. So we don't have to do that. So we. And the intern. And this is the intern. Okay. And we're just the fun we're club. We're just the fun club. All right. You need a cat. You need a year once a year at the. Park. Are we done now? Uh, no, we're not. I mean, you can say as much as you want. I, I'm done, kind of. Have you been having fun today? Yes. Oh yes, always. Because right. we're the fun club. You're yeah. the fun club. Ah, well, it it certainly sounds like fun. Oh yeah. All That's right. What I got. And you have beer in your pack, and so now and we did a podcast. So I think we probably get a beer. Take it. You know what? The best part is if you take the beer. My packet's lighter. I think that's an invitation to yes, come it is. Go for it. All right. Thank you, guys. My name's Wyatt, and I represent the state of Nevada. Here just at the moccasin with the uh, legendary Mr. Ari. And, uh, yeah, we're just giving it a rip, having some brewskis, and uh, celebrating a great day here. You got a good Berkey? Oh, yeah. You know, it went. It went. Didn't get cold out there, so that was good. Do you have some history of getting cold? Uh, just a little bit. Hy hypothermia kind of is a thing for me. So if I don't get cold, it's a good day. How many layers do you have on today? I had four on top, three on the bottom. All right, and that was enough? Yep. Yeah, I was actually warm, so I'll take it. All right, well, congratulations on finishing and not freezing to death. Thank you. What your name is, where you're from, and how your race was. Uh, my name's uh, James Howe. I'm from uh, Granby, Colorado. Uh, race was okay. Uh, lost a little bit. Getting a little bit older, but you know, still top 200, so elite wave next year, too. All right, now where, Granby, Colorado, what elevation is that at? Uh, it's at 8,000 feet. So this is easy for you? 
Uh, I would say it's easy, but it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, more oxygen, but it's not easier. All right, and you are, where are you from, and what's your, how's your race? I am Sarah, and I'm his wife, and I'm the support crew. And what? I'm the support crew. All right, and how is that, so you're cheering today? It was awesome. It wasn't too cold, it wasn't too hot, and... I'm always here and just cheering on the sidelines, taking photos and all that kind of stuff. And were you on Main Street today? Yes, I was. Yeah, and how was that? It was really fun. I think that the people cheering are really two-thirds of the race. The rest of us just get to ski, but that's not that much fun. Oh, yeah. The support group, you can't, you can't underestimate the support crew. All right, thanks. So I'm uh, Phil Rainier, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, the race was awesome, except for I didn't catch this guy. He still beat me by five minutes, but he started in the elite wave. Yeah. I was in wave two. So, but yeah, it was great. Skis went fast, and it's just, a rookie's probably, I would say, the most fun race you could ever have. Yeah. And yeah. I race too much. So. You do a lot of skiing out in Colorado, uh, cross country, all sorts of skiing? Well, we race biathlon a ton. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay. So, other than uh, you can't ski around with a gun yeah. here, but uh, if you well, could, you can, you this just could be the yeah. best race ever. So, yeah, we joke around about carrying our biathlon rifle, people don't move to the right. <laughs> where, do you, where do you shoot biathlon in Colorado? Uh, Snowmont Ranch. Okay. It's the only place. Yeah. So, in you, you skied, skied today. How many Berkies have you done? Only two. Okay, so this is uh, pretty new for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you like Main Street? Uh, Main Street is it's pretty cool. The energy is like kind of it compares to like the Boston Marathon in a way. When you finish down the main area and everything, it is really a cool finish. Yeah. Uh, have you run Boston before? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We're uh, I'm actually hopefully going to do a podcast of people who are skiing the Berkey and running Boston this year of one I which I am one. It's seven weeks away, and of course I'm drinking beer and not running. So. Are you running Boston? I'm running Boston. So this year. Yep. In April. Well, I'm from Boston, so I kind of have to if I have oh. a qualifying time. I'll see you there. Yeah. Oh, see you there. Yeah. Hey, you want to be on a later podcast where we talk about Boston? On a later one? Yeah, where we talk about training for Berkey and then Boston. Sure. All right, I'll get your information. Okay. This is obviously live podcasting from the Mox and Byron Hayward. We're really doing journalism here. That's why I have a media bib on. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. Okay, sounds good. All right. You want to be a Berkey podcast? Uh, I'm in the race. This guy race. Did you is spectate? Mr. Rosigno. Mr. Rosigno? Yeah. No, not Mr. Rosigno. So what's the best ski to be on today? Uh, well, we, we, we had uh, we, we had a lot of a su- success with a couple of our skis, the the colder S1 and the Universal S2. So both, these are both Rosinal skis, both right? Both running really, really well. Well, yeah. Jeff, how many, what what'd you see again, eight of the top 12? Uh, I think we maybe had six or seven of the top 11 on Rosinal skis today, so it was, it was great. Sounds like Rosinal did pretty well today. Yeah, uh, it, it was a pretty successful day, yeah. It sounds like if someone wanted to sponsor the Berkey podcast, maybe it should be Rosinal. Well, we are, we are we are a sponsor of the race, so... Uh, oh, yeah. the race, right. Well, okay. <laughs> Berkey Guy podcast is a pretty big deal, too. Oh, I, I, I know very, very well, yes. Um, my name is Rebecca Buzian. I'm from Boulder, Colorado. This was my first Berkey. Congratulations. Thank you, and it was amazing. I loved it. And how um, long have you been skiing? Um, I, this is my second season, really, skiing, so I'm still really new. Okay. 
And I would say that the biggest challenge today was being in wave seven and trying to get by everyone. And I'm a very timid skier because the one other race I've done, my pole got broken in the first mile and a half. So I was so afraid of that happening today. So I was definitely very, very apprehensive. That's an understandable concern. Now, what, what was the other race you did? I did the alley loop in Crested Butte, Colorado. Oh, nice. This year? Yes. Yeah. I figured that it would be good to try a marathon distance before doing the Berkey yeah. since I signed up for this and really didn't have a lot of skate skiing experience. Now, you live at 6,000 feet. The alley loop is not that much higher. Correct. So coming here was amazing because it was so oxygen rich that those hills felt like a breeze comparing to the, compared to the hills at Eldora in Colorado where I trained. I did the alley loop last year coming from sea level and it was not so much fun. I'm sure. And this year we had no snow and I definitely hit some asphalt going through town and ate it so hard that my tailbone still hurts. So that was Okay, well, so my friends were trying to convince me to the alley loop. I'm glad this year, I'm glad I didn't listen to them. Yeah, that was a smart move on your part. All right. Now, they, the people who told me that I should talk to you were saying you do some crazy, like, run 100 miles, bike 100 miles type things. What is that about? Oh, so I did Lead Woman in August of 2016. Okay. And it was a series of events in Leadville, Colorado. And you do a marathon, a 50-mile mountain bike, or a 50-mile run, a 100-mile mountain bike, a 10K run, and then the 100-mile run the following and, weekend. And how many of those do you do? You have to do all of them. So I did all of them. I, I paced someone at Leadville, and I did the 50. I did the last 50 of it, and I... I almost signed up for the fifth, uh, put in the one for the lottery this year, and I didn't because it was a lot doing the 50, so I, that's pretty impressive. No, you should sign up for the 100, and I'll pace you. I'll keep you going. We'll have a dance party at the top of Hope Pass, which is so much fun. I will say, last, so last year when I was pacing, I got to Hope Pass, and I was four miles in, and everyone else was 54 miles in. And I was jumping up and down and encouraging people and running down. Someone said, it was really helpful when you were there helping, you know, cheering for us. I'm like, yeah, it's really easy when I've already only run four miles. Absolutely. But even when you've run 55 miles, if you have a dance party, it makes you feel a little bit fresher. So it's worth it. All right. I, I think I have your name early in this. I'm going to hold you then. If I get into Leadville, you have to pace me. I absolutely will. Sign me up. All right. Well, I'll see you in Leadville at some point in the future. Excellent. I'll see you back at the Berkey. Thanks. Hey, what your name is, where you're from, how is your Berkey? Uh, I'm Chris Rapp from Seattle, and it was very hard. The but first fun. one you've done? First one, yeah. All right, so how is skiing on Wave 7? Uh, there's a lot of people to get around. It, uh, I thought it was going to thin out early on, but it was pretty much the full way there were people to get around. Yeah, so you passed a lot of people. How is uh, How do you like coming down Main Street? That was really fun. I had a bit of tunnel vision going on for the finish line, but I was trying to take it in as much as I could. All right. And uh, you can be back next year in a higher wave? Absolutely, yeah. Hoping for like a second or third next year. All right, well, we hope to see you there. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm from fucking Hayward, never skied the Berkey, fuck Berkey, and party on. Have you been drinking all day, though? No, just a little. Then you skied the Berkey. Never skied it. You know what? If you've been drinking in Hayward, are you going to count me? Are you going to count me as skiing it? Yeah. Uh, you, I skied it. book, you got a Berkey. I skied it 29 years. All right, congratulations. I'm on your podcast now? Absolutely. I hope it's one of the followers. Sweet, great. How is your race? 
I'm done. All right. Now, what? How did you? What were you in? Skate or classic? Skate. And how is your race? It's done. <laughs> it was good. It was fun. Yeah. What, what wave were you out of? Wave six. So you're new too. Right. And they put you wave six. So you're ahead of him. Something like that. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. And you finished, and now you're drinking beer. So you I finished first beer of the year. First beer of the year. So you must not be from Wisconsin. I'm not from Wisconsin. Where are you from? Uh, Wisconsin sober brother, uh, Minnesota. All right. Well, um, Minnesota has beer too. I encourage you to drink more. Yeah. And you're doing that right now, so congratulations. It's my birthday beer. Happy birthday. All right. I want to hear from now. You're in the classic race. Correct. Did you have kick wax on today? No. Just skate skis, double pulled. And how'd that go for you? It was a good day for kick, not a good day for double pull. <laughs> yeah, uh, I talked to some folks who were like, hey, for the first time ever, I had kick all the way to Hayward, and you didn't have kick any of the way to Hayward. That's that's correct. I double pulled the whole time, beach body. And how was the double pulling on the hills? It was really hard, really, really hard. Yeah, I'm going to say no shit. I did a lot of herringbone. Well, congratulations, you finished. First, first, like, I, I did finish. Yeah. Cool, well, congratulations. You want to, how was your race? Uh, it hurt like a bitch. What about Bitch Hill? That hurt like a bitch? Yeah, especially with that, that guy, uh, uh, Father Berkey, screaming in my ear about, uh, about I don't know, God knows, we're all going to get saved or something. Can I get an amen? Uh, yeah. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, you're burying in, in the box and drinking beer, so that must be something. Well, that's a hallelujah for that, yeah. How was your race? Uh, I think it was my best in four years. Well, congratulations on that. I had just basic ski fitness for the first time in four years. So. That's something. Did you have fun? I had fun, yes. Well, that's what it's all about, right? Amen. I, I, got an I like your cynical habits. You say whatever the fuck you want. All right. I say more cynical things. I, I'm out of cynical things. What's the point of doing a podcast if I'm not going to hear cynical things from you? I don't know. Let's do a cynical things podcast. All right, we'll do a cynical things podcast that's coming later tonight from Women's Lodge, cynical things podcast with Ari Brennan. I think we'd be good at that. I think this can be a lot of fun. Well, we made it. Thanks to New Glarus and Surly, neither of which are actual podcast sponsors, but without whom this podcast would not have been possible. Thanks to Sam Evans-Brown for some guidance on production, which was done by me. The music is from Tusk Lord from the Free Music Archive, and we will have more podcasts in the coming weeks, so stay tuned.